Welcome back. That wasn't bad, bro. I, Cause I went back last week and listened to you got some good low tone. Uh, <laughs> listen to our pod with our guy LB Crew. Shout out to LB Crew. Uh, when you hear this pod, make sure you go support him on the Voice. Vote, vote, vote. Download the app. Be prepared to support Arkansas bread, Arkansas the home, home team. on the Voice. Make sure you go do that. But I went back and listened to our pod with him, and uh, listened to my low tones. You, you got some. They there. And my wife said, you know, right after we got done, she said. Turn it off. We about to do some singing lessons. And what she told me is that I didn't realize low key, my wife can sing. Like yeah. low key, people don't know that. That she said I don't sing from my my gut. No, you sing from your nose. Yeah, she said you sing. I sing out my nose, yeah. and that's why I sound like that. So she gave me some skills about coming from the inside. I could have told you that. I, I just, didn't nobody tell me that. I didn't. So wait, wait, season five, I'm singing every pod. Oh, <laughs> Well, welcome to Rock the Culture. This is a podcast where we bring perspective and conversation on all things Central Arkansas, all things Little Rock, all things the, the culture. culture. I'm your host, Antoine Phillips. You can find me on all social media, Antoine Phillips. <laughs> Why you? It's what? your favorite representative, always repping, two takes. Three terms. You can find me on Instagram at RupBlake36. Why are you pausing when I say my name, bro? You want more. For some more. You yeah, want I more. Want, I just didn't want the, the the whole spelling stuff. That's how people are, bro. I give people, when people see me, they want more. Give what they want. No, they want more. They're like, I need more. I need Whoa. more Antoine. I need more Antoine. Whoa. <laughs> Let's give a shout out to our, you know, we got to shout out our people, Blake. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to our folks over at Rock the. Uh, rock the times. I was about to call him Rock the times. You change the name, baby. Baby, we baby. We're into this thing, man. We rock the be... times. Hey, distro. Hey, now shout out to our folks at Arkansas Times for continuing to be distri- distributing the pod, uh, showing love on the blog. For so sure. make sure you follow them. They keeping you up to date on all the news in Little Rock. Shout out to our friends at Moxie. Yep, the merch. The merch is still there. We still selling merch. Um, so go pick that up. Support them. Fourteen Nineteen sure. South Main. Go get the merch. And then we got to give a shout-out to, even though we're, we're recording in City Hall today, yep. shout-out to our friends over at Central Arkansas Library System. The venue. We're not at the, what you Bob, call Bob. Yeah, we, we got the Bob Bob arrest today. Not came over to City Hall. It's, it's our first time this season that, that we haven't been in the studio, man. Nah, we was outside the studio. Where we at? At Marriott. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. That was yeah. fun. Uh, at the bar. And then got to give a shout-out to our guy, Grandma Q Note on the IG. Keys to the City TV films on YouTube. You the know, super producer. Super producer. I mean, we 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 keep telling people, and people starting to realize you need to holler at Q. You want you want high quality, whether it's commercials, audio, music, podcast, podcast. Yeah, you need to holler at Q. Holler at Q. It's social media. Yeah. He didn't add that to his, to the bag. To his repertoire. <laughs> to the repertoire. What you got? What about your bag? Tell you about your repertoire. I do a little bit of all this stuff. Come on in. Let me tell you about my social media. Let me tell you about my producer. Is that how he talks? bars. Is that how he talks? That's how he think. <laughs> I mean, I can't lie like that, he but I know like, how he, he think. That's yeah, his thinking voice? Like like, let me tell you about what I want to do. <laughs> that's his thinking voice. You hear that inside his head. Anyway, man, we got a great show today. We're going to go obviously go through the rock topics. We're going to talk on the rundown. We're going to talk about uh, what's going on in City Hall. Uh-huh. Uh, We're going to talk about my birthday. We'll talk about your birthday, okay, Blake. Okay, okay, okay. We're going to talk about what's happening in Fayetteville. We talked about quality life on here before. We talked about yes, Live Fest and other things. Talk about how, what they're doing up in Fayetteville compared to what we are doing in Central Arkansas. And then the, the legislature is over. Session's over. Yes, it is. So we need to talk, finally get the get the Blake breakdown from the takeaways. 
And then we have a very, very special guest. You know, had him, we'd had him on the pod before. But last time he was on the pod, he wasn't Mayor Scott. No. He was just Frank Scott Jr. He, he got, like, a respect in front of his name. Nah, bro. now you got to call him the Honorable. The Honorable. The Mr. Mayor. <laughs> but anyway, let's go get to the rock topics, Blake. What's the rock topic? Rock topics, wait for the bell. And we're going to start out with talking about my boy Trap Jazz Giants at South on Main on Friday. Man, great show. Another packed house. Not an empty seat in the building. Nope. I had a lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. Had some special guests they brought on stage. Yeah, I, I, CC. Mercer? Yeah, CC Mercer was there. Uh, I don't know about that. What was in the building? Shout out to, to our girl CC. She always does a fabulous job on stage, and what she does mat- matches so well with the trap jazz music, though. For sure. And then you know, it's, it's a whole different. I keep saying vibe, but that's exactly what it. It's an element that you haven't seen in shows before. Yeah, and that's and that's something that's really special, man. And and keep going. About one take twan. I got up there and shared some of these one take Tuesdays, one take thoughts. My, so my pops was in the building. Motivational moments. My, my dad said Antoine gave up, went up there and gave like three deacon motivation. <laughs> I said, that's exactly what they were. That's pops. exactly what it is. Believe in yourself. <laughs> believe Because uh, who else going to believe? Yeah, that's shout out two chains. Philly Moo killed it, though. Philly Moo always killing it. I just want to know everybody know how talented that man is, man. He killed it. He go go follow him. And again, we tell people all this all the time, man. And you hear people talk about Nipsey Hussle and streaming his music and what that does for his family. Same thing with Trap Jazz Giants. Go yeah. stream that music. Absolutely. Show that support. Absolutely. Support, support the local folks. All right. Next topic. Boosie. La Boosie came in Little Rock. Yes, it was, he did. It was kind of uh, got fake, faux controversy. Fake news. Faux controversy about Boosie coming yeah. here. Uh, shout out to the mayor and city and the city government saying, hey, that's... We're good. We're good. And Boosie came to Empire. Shout out to B-Level. For sure. A big supporter of the pie. Black and, River Market. And put on a a sold out, yeah. packed out. No incidents. Great all show. Love, all good vibes in Little Rock. But then he left. And then what happened when he left, Blake? I think he got arrested. <laughs> I think he left. But it wasn't in Little it Rock. Wasn't in Little it wasn't Rock. in Little Rock. And <laughs> hey, we kept it above board in Little Rock. So proud, shout proud of the city, man. Shout proud out to Boosie. Shout department. out to B-Level for, for, sure. for, for continuing to bring in. Top quality entertainment. Exactly. That's sure. part of the quality sure. of life. Shout out B-Level. All right. There's the bell. Final four. Final four. Some great games, man. Man, those, two, those three games of the final four were amazing, dude. And I told you I had Harvard Texas Tech. I told you I had Texas Tech in the Final Four. Army got cheated. They got cheated. And, uh, Blake, you was bragging three weeks ago about how you did in the standings. How you end up, Blake? I don't have even looked at it. Oh, uh, you don't even look it no more? It was embarrassing. <laughs> it was You was bragging to me, bro. I'm so much far ahead of you in the standings. Check the check the scoreboard now, Blake. What Men you, lie, women about, lie, numbers don't. What you don't. mean by 20 points? Yeah, I beat you. It, was, it wasn't even close between me and you. Really? Yeah, you start strong, but you end weak. Whoa. Bro, that's your... <laughs> maybe, maybe a message in there. Message? There's the bell. How about that message? Uh, Magic leaving the Lakers. Bro, I, that was unexpected. Yeah. And, but I was the, shocked. But the funniest thing about him leaving the Lakers was, you saw the meme, right? Uh-uh, I didn't see the meme. What so he walked... He, he said that... <laughs> he said he's leaving, and no one knows he's leaving, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one knows he's quitting. So he's walking into the building... And he said, everyone's stopping him, talking about, man, it was a tough season, but next season we're going to do X, Y, and this. We're going to do this in the offseason. And Magic said, nah, I ain't even going to be here. (laughs) 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 Bro, we're going to post that on the Rock the Culture social media so you can see. I ain't even going to be here. But dude just quit, bro. He didn't tell his boss. Out the blue, man. He didn't tell nobody. He just came, had a press conference, and said, I'm done. He told Rock the Culture first. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's how it went. If I came across about Magic leaving the Lakers, Jenny was like, what? What happened? 
Man, Dude he said he want, he said he wasn't having fun. But shout out to him from like on a more personal level. Yeah. Like if you doing something and you don't like what you're doing. If you ain't passionate about it, if you ain't got if it ain't your purpose, don't do you gotta it. move on. Don't do it. That's absolutely right. And There's, luckily he in a position where he can just quit. He can just quit whatever <laughs> whatever he wants to. <laughs> Man. How many franchises does he own? A, a lot. lot. <laughs> 21. <laughs> All right, there's the bell. Nipsey's homecoming, man, since since we're talking about Staples and the Lakers, man. Man, you can't talk about Nipsey homecoming without talking about the impact, man. You you hadn't heard anyone. There's no negativity about this guy, bro. Everybody no, just supporting what he was doing. The marathon continues. His, letter from Obama. The letter from Obama. The last the, person that had they 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 homegoing celebration at Staples Center was Michael Jackson. That's amazing, bro. That's huge, dude. It's That's amazing. And it's only been two. And the 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 uh the program for the funeral looked like an album cover, yeah, it man. Did. It was so it I mean so well done, uh, a lot of emotion. Shout out to to BET for for giving us an unfiltered, unedited, un no commercials. Right, and shout from, out to Title. You gotta get you to some Title because sure. Title did it too. And I'm rocking the all blue today. I Got on the Nipsey blue. And, uh, hey, bro. Hey, what's With up? Chucks on. With the Chucks on. I see you. Might hit a little. Little sea walk, just for the culture. <laughs> That's a culture walk. That's, That's a, a culture, culture walk. walk. <laughs> That's a culture walk. Baby blue for the crew. <laughs> All right, bro. And there's the rock topics. On to the rundown. Three things on the rundown. Talk about this uh, former government committee. Yeah. That we highlighted before back in December. Um, we're gonna talk about some of the things happening up in Fairville and see what we need to do in Little Rock. And we're going to talk about Blake Breakdown. Okay. Session over. So first thing, this this governance committee, you remember uh, for our culture cohorts and for you two-term, two, three-term. Three-term, bro. Two takes. Yes. Two takes, um, Is that the city board of directors back on December 3rd, the day before the runoff election, right? Yeah. Uh, on December 3rd, they voted to study the form of government in our city. Yes, they did. The day before the runoff election. The day before the runoff election. Yeah. So we're in April. Apparently, they're following through on that commitment. Uh, and now what they're doing is they have selected 10 people, I ten believe. 10 people. One, one person. Is it 10 or it may be? No, yeah, yeah. That's right. 10 people. 10 people on this committee. Yeah. Each each ward got got one person. I, I think the mayor got to, to with. The at-largest. Yeah, at lar- the mayor and the at-largest consulted with each other and, and got to put what three people on. Right, so now we got a, a former government committee who is out here studying what the former government in Little Rock should look like. Yeah, So, but but this is, okay, so this committee is different than the transition subcommittee, right? No, absolutely. Transition okay. subcommittee was, um, I led that. Uh, oh, that was your stuff. That was, I, it wasn't my stuff, but I was the chair. <laughs> it's the city stuff. The city stuff, my bad. Uh, but that was part of the mayor's transition team. This is a separate entity okay. that was authorized before the mayor became the mayor. So this is like, this is the mayor and the board's group. Right, correct. Okay. okay. And and this group has started their work. I think they meet weekly uh-huh. uh on Wednesdays and they're studying the different forms of government. And what I've what I've read, been reported in the paper, um, there are three forms of government in the state of Arkansas. Okay. You got mayor council, which Check. is the majority of cities in in the state of Arkansas or mayor yeah. council form of government. The other form is the city manager form of government, okay. which is technically what the city of Little Rock is under. Okay. Even though we got kind of a hybrid form. And What's then the, the other one? one is a city administrator form of government, which uh, is seldom used. Okay. Uh, but the majority of the cities are mayor council. These other cities are looking at the uh, 
Little Rock is city manager, former government. So I kind of want to get some perspective and conversation. Blake, you've been on the campaign trail. You yeah. represent people in the city of Little Rock. For sure. What do you see or what have you heard people want or what does it seem like people... What the people want. What, what the people, what people want. want. Yeah, you, you the two people, term. I have heard, and people have complained a lot of times about our former government because of the at-large members. And we're talking about the people. I think we, we spoke on this maybe season two. Uh, maybe season three. I think it was maybe season three. But we spoke on being out when I was out in Southwest knocking on doors, and I, I was I was out campaigning, and people would ask me, "Who do I call? Who's my representative?" And I would say, "Yeah, you know, you out here, and it could be B.J. Ward, B.J. Warwick, it could be Ken Richardson, but you also got three at, at large members that you could call: John Adcock, Dean Pierce, Gene Fortson. So that's kind of confusing because you don't know who to hold accountable. You don't know who is the direct uh, representative for your for. For you and your neighbors. And according to this article that we read in the paper, uh, it says that 60 to 70 percent of Arkansas cities are made up of boards that kind of have this mix of wards and at largest. Yeah. So we're not unique to it, but no. that doesn't make it right. That's absolutely right. Just because everybody else doing it don't mean it's the right thing to do. What your mama you say? If everybody drove off the bridge, you're going to drive the bridge too? You'd be like, like, who? but who in the water? Yeah. Good, point. <laughs> Good point. Is it a waterfall? <laughs> <laughs> and we had Wild World Country, country. <laughs> before they start doing what they're doing. <laughs> hey, we need to look out for Wild World Country because you remember last summer they had the. We need to keep an eye on it. Got to keep, keep an eye on it. But now they're going to be playing what, something. What if it's trap country? Trap country. Shout out Lil Nas X. <laughs> what if it's trap country? You know you bumping night. that Lil Nas X. I might be on trap country music <laughs> tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Back get, back, get back, get back, get back, get back. But not only that. Uh, having a strong mayor is something that people always, because they don't know, a lot, a lot of times they don't know who to hold accountable. If it was Stola, if it's, if it's Moore, uh, who, who you want to talk to? Do I talk to Mark? Do I talk to Bruce? I don't know. So A lot of people don't even know who their the ward members are anyway, but everybody knows yeah, the mayor. Exactly. And if everybody knows the mayor, then I believe, I just think we, if everybody, everybody knows him, we should hold him accountable. We should have a strong mayor, former government. And we're going to talk to the mayor, going to be on the show a little bit, so we'll see what he. The mayor. Uh, see what he has to say about that. I uh, want to highlight that, Blake, because according to this group, they're going to present a report to the city board, uh, I think, at the end of June. Okay. And we'll see what happens at that point. I would suspect whenever you have a group study something or anybody study anything, it's just a yeah. way of life. If you tell me, look at something, I'm going to come back with something different. Yeah. I'm not going to come to your house and be like, oh, man, this is, I don't got nothing to change. You got advisors. So, That's how consultants work, right? right? The, the, the way they make their money is by showing you what you're doing wrong. Right, right. They're not going to come they say. Gonna, they're going to give you advice on how to change it. Exactly. I mean, They're not going to say, you know, Blake. You do everything right. You don't even need <laughs> you me. You don't even need me. <laughs> so I, I suspect that this group is going to come back with something that's different than what with we have. With some kind of recommendations. And then our understanding of the law, because you and I have talked about this off air, is that at that point, either the city board has an ordinance. Can pass an ordinance to be voted on amongst themselves. Yeah. Or if it doesn't work, there can be a petition for to the people to the people to change the form of government. For sure. Uh, so y'all be on the lookout for that. That that's going to affect what we do every day. So that, that's important news for us. The next thing I want to highlight, Blake, is uh, what's going. You know, this is a podcast about Central Arkansas. For sure. About Little Rock. Yeah. About the culture. For sure. But sometimes you got to highlight other things that's happening to understand what's going on with you. Across the state, right. across the nation. You're across right. the state, across the nation. So what has happened now, we're talking about Fayetteville, and I know I think on one of our first seasons we talked about the livability rankings. Yeah, yeah, Shout yeah. out to season one of Rock the Culture. Yeah, the Fayetteville. And Northwest Arkansas. Northwest Arkansas ranks Regional high. Region. 
And I saw something the other day that Fayetteville is the fourth best. I mean, you know, they got all these different rankings. Fourth most friendly place to live. Number one city in the SEC. So they did an SEC ranking. Like, is that like where all of the colleges are? Right. Or is that just the states where SEC? No, the states where our SEC schools are in them. So all the cities in the states. Right. And Fayetteville was number one. Wow. Again, you know, lies, damn lies and statistics. What? Hold on. What did I say? Can you say it? Say it one more time. Stats. Statistics? Stats. Say it with me. No, bro, you're not about to embarrass me. (laughs) (laughs) Not about to embarrass me. Got me speeding all in the uh, pop filter. Yeah, because you said statistics. (laughs) (laughs) I got good low tones, though. You got good low tones. Good good low low tones. tones. (laughs) Anyway, so we know you can manipulate those numbers, but... The perception is out there that Fayetteville is doing things. They're being progressive. The yeah. quality of life is better. It's, it's safer. It's more fun. There's uh-huh. more things to do. There's more opportunities. It's uh-huh. growing because they had that perception. To go along with the perception, I think earlier this week, they had 10 ballot issues. They had a special election on some bonds. On one night. 10 on one night. 10 on one night. Guess Woo. how many passed? 10 of them. All of them. Ten of them. Ten for ten. And and I'm going to just read a little bit of this. So people Money. Can, that's what Cardi said, too. That Money. People can understand. Uh, residents decided to continue continue the city's 1% sales tax to put toward $226 million in bond Woo! issues. Two, $226 million. $226 million. How many people in Fayetteville that's registered to vote? That's registered to vote? Yeah. Uh, 52,000. How, how many people voted? Six thousand, bro. Six thousand people <laughs> voted for two hundred twenty-three million dollars. Two hundred twenty-six. Two hundred twenty-six million. Six thousand people voted for two hundred twenty-six million dollars to, to go towards quality of life, basically. Yeah, it said transportation, you trail, vote, drainage, parks, economic development, Ooh. renovation to city facilities, new Chicks. police, fire facilities, and an arts corridor downtown. Ooh, money. So, so they voted to have $226 million to go towards improving their quality of life. They say, look, we're willing to pay a little bit more in taxes yeah. to improve the quality of life. And we've been on this show. We talked about a lot of things yeah. that we want to see in Little Rock. That's like, what, 12% of, 12% of registered voters? Like 12%. Um, That's ridiculous. A little bit more than because 5000 5, would have been 10%. Yeah. So, so. Little, 12%. But you think about things we talked about in this pod, Blake, on things we want to see done in Little Rock. You talked about improvement to the Heartline. Yeah. You talking about infrastructure down sure, Asher, sure. Kerner Glen. We talked about War Warrior Park. Yep. About that being a Central Park type area. Yep. You talk. There's a lot of different things that cost money. Yeah. At the end of the day, we gonna have to spend some money. Money. Um. And up in Fayetteville, they're doing that, man. So what? What's your What's your takeaway when you hear six thousand people, two hundred twenty six million, with a lot of quality of life improvements? Everything's political especially local politics. And, and you can't get more local than, than voting for $226 million to, to go directly into your services for your city. And if, if it affects you on the block, it affects your city hall, it affects you at the state capitol, everything is politics, know your politics. You got to get there and vote, man. You can't say, man, there's nothing to do. Man, it we ain't nothing we, to do. Go vote for it. Little Rock, we not moving forward. We not progressive. Everybody else doing this. We got to vote. We got to support vote. this. And I'm now we don't have there's no bond issue on the table right no. now. Uh but if we want to have these type of quality of life, we want to improve our police department. We got to raise the money, man. We got to raise the money somehow. Yep. Uh so I just wanted to highlight what they're doing at Fayetteville. The reason why you keep seeing them pop up on all these rankings. 
They ain't putting their money where their mouth is. Right. They want to be ranked high. Get mad then, bro. They want to be ranked. You got to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> uh, that's what that's what Nip say. No, he didn't. Oh, okay. Don't it be sound like some, hey, It sounds like, like something Nip would say. Like you said, don't be lying. All money in, no money out. How about that? All money in, no money out. Yeah. Keep it, keep it in the So I, I want to highlight that about what's going on in Fayetteville to just kind of, this was kind of more of an exhortation to our culture cohorts. Yeah. To say, hey, we got to be able to be thinking that this this may be coming down the line and we, we got to have be high quality of life. Do we want to be considered as one of the top places to live in the SEC? Do we want to be considered one of the top places to live in the South? Do we want to be considered one of the top places to live in the United States? Then it takes money. Right. And, and we got to get out there. We not only got to vote for it, but, but, but we got to be receptive to, to those issues and those initiatives that are, that are going to be putting uh, those type projects on our streets. Absolutely, absolutely. Last thing, Blake, we just wrapped up. Uh, we, you, the legislature just we, wrapped up. I represent y'all. It was okay, weed. it was Y'all was okay. with me every day. Okay. Y'all pray for me, I fight for you. Okay. Uh, this was the 92nd? 92nd General Assembly. 92nd General Assembly has come to a close. And it couldn't have been any quicker. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want you to go through every bill or anything like that, Blake, but just from a legislative perspective, walking through Capitol Halls every day, what's your takeaway from the 92nd General Assembly? I mean, Man, there was, there was a lot of battles. Um, I, I think the, the theme, the thesis, of this, of take leaving the 92nd General Assembly is that uh, there are people out there literally fighting for your future. You want to hear some bars about thesis? Let me hear your bars. Bro. You know, I used to have, y'all know I used to be a rapper. Head. I may, instead of quote Jay Z, I would just say, you know what Head said. What Head say? He said, uh, let me tell you what he said. You I know what yeah, say? I know what he said. He said, uh, I'm still trying to mend my broken pieces. If this is a book, then here's my thesis. Whatever you do, make your mama proud. That's a civil line in my dark cloud. What? Okay, dark cloud, Bars. civil line then. Yep. Trap country. <laughs> trap country. Trap country. You whatever, was in trap country. What up, little dogs? Holler at me, little dogs. You was in Maine. Uh, you uh, trap country. Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Give me also trap country. <laughs> little little head. Little Nas head. Little 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 head. <laughs> little pistol <laughs> starter. <laughs> <laughs> but we've we've errors of error people who are dedicated to fighting for your future, fighting for the future of our Kansas. Yeah. And that and and when you I mean when it's a fight and it's a long term when it's a marathon, uh okay, you, shout out you, RIP Nip. You, you lose some of the stages. You you lose some of those battles. Uh but that, that doesn't deter you from from not fighting any further. Uh we 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 lost some some abortion issues, you know. Came up. We are the the toughest state on abortion in the United States. Did you know that? I did not know that. We're number one. I know we toughest on uh, renters. We we're the, we we the only state that doesn't have a implied uh, warrant to habitability. So we're the toughest on renters. Uh, it just, and it just seems like there's a constant attack on poor people and people of color in the state of Arkansas. But that, that didn't stop us. That didn't stop us from fighting fighting back bad uh, minimum wage bills that 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 would have rolled back with what the people just voted for. You or know, we fought against fight, that. Uh, the extension of the takeover. Extension, fought against fought against that. We, we we stopped standing your ground. I mean, these are these are the battles that that people won't talk that won't be talked about in the year or two. But because we stood firm and stood strong. We won't we we won't have to be worried about being having the next Trayvon Martin here right. here in the state of Arkansas. So there there are some things that 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 did get passed, like sanctuary cities policy, which you know we know some cities and some muni leagues will, will be fighting in legal battles against that. But that was jammed through at the end of the session. Um, as as our mayor has continued to say, we are a welcoming, inviting, and compassionate city, and 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 that's good for our city. But all cities aren't. 
So 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 when when you're in the when you're in the arena and you're fighting, you you have to have a a, a global mindset about it. this. Not only how this affect the thirty thousand people I represent, but how does it affect the three million people in Arkansas? So there was there that's was, a big point, but like, I think people forget that. I think people legislators kind of just think that my vote, I'm voting for the people that I represent because they may feel a certain way. But your vote affects yeah. all three million people in the state of Arkansas. Absolutely, every every time I push that button. Yeah, it is. It is saying I am. I am thinking about uh, hindering or helping three million people. Okay, alliteration. Alliteration. I'm trying, bro. Uh, some some good things. Doc Doc nurses passed. Uh, yeah, is that the one where we saw you eating the tacos with the governor? Street tacos. Giving the why, why you gotta keep saying street? Like because they don't regular taco. It wasn't Taco Bell, bro. No, these no, were, these were tacos. No, tacos are what you had. What we eat is something else. The tacos you had. Was that's real. the baseline. Yeah, that's the baseline. Yeah, yeah those crunchy, those Gordito Supremes. Them tacos. <laughs> that's Tex Mix. Right. Yeah. Right. No, right. these was these okay. Was stay on track, bro. Stop okay, getting, okay. You hungry? Hey, I am, bro. <laughs> Shoot, is it Taco Friday? <laughs> uh, but DACA nurses, yeah. DACA students will now get in-state tuition in co- at colleges. That's uh, big news. That's big news. Uh, we started some great conversations. Uh, hopefully, the uh, star on the flag will be changed next next turn. Uh, hopefully. Um, Marijuana that's uh, simple simple possession of marijuana for, for, for less than an ounce would be an infraction and, and not a class A misdemeanor uh, in, in the next couple of years. So right. those those are, those are some big conversations. Well, you that started, started the groundwork. Started the groundwork, and okay. and that's and and that's that's looking forward. You know that there are people out here who are who are compassionate and care about justice reform, social justice, uh, making making sure things the ball is moving. Man, we appreciate you. Uh... For sure, bro. <laughs> What you finna say? No, nah, I'm not gonna say. What you finna say? No, nope. What you finna say? No, I'll say it. No, nah, bro. No, I'll say it. <laughs> no, I'm not. Say it. No, I'm not. Cause I ain't it's inappropriate. I, I won't do it. I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. Dude, off the air, we, you gonna say it. You <laughs> <laughs> gonna fight. You gonna say it. <laughs> no, but we appreciate you, man, for keeping us updated. And this, it was special for me, and I know our our listeners of the culture cohorts, to have you on the pod, man, to hear this legislative insight during the session. This hadn't been done before in the state of Arkansas. Where you got a legislator telling us what's happening behind the walls, yeah. unfiltered on Rock the Coast. I was so first. Everybody trying to get podcasts now. I I saw that. Everybody trying to get podcasts. They, they ain't hollering the Q note though. That's the issue. They that, better, better holler the Q note. Hey, what Jay Z say? What he say, Twan? If you want to f with me, you got to f with Pharrell. Oh, and that's what if you want to if you want to be on the Rock the Coast. You want to have this clarity, this you quality. Gotta Q-Note. You got to get Q note. You got to get Q note. You got to. If you want a Grammy, <laughs> holler. You want a star? <laughs> on you want a star on Hollywood? Grammy Q no. Get Grammy Q no. You want to take a star off the flag? Holly in real blame. But, but we'll, that ain't no. <laughs> if you want to try to take a star <laughs> off the flag. <laughs> you want to repurpose a star <laughs> on the flag. Uh, but shout out to, you know, podcasters unite, bro. We we support the other pods. But we do, sure. we do know that we bring something different to the podcast yeah. game. Um, and, and, they, and they need to get on our level. <laughs> it's levels to this. Hey, man, let's take a break. Tell them what they need to do, Blake. Trap jazz your life. We're here in City Hall in the newly... Uh, the new office of the new mayor of Little Rock, the 73rd mayor, my friend, Mayor Frank Scott Jr. 
Welcome back to the pod, Mayor. Hey, how you doing? Oh, they clapping it up for him. Hey, they got to put, put some respect, put respect on, on his name. Man. Uh, welcome back, Mayor. We had, last time you uh, were on the pod, you were just Frank Scott Jr. Now you got a whole different... <laughs> Jess. Jess, Jess, you were just a regular person. Now you super, you super important. You've been on all kind of TV shows, MSNBC, CNN. You all over the city. People, You like a big deal, bro. I'm just still the same old guy from Southwest Florida. Okay, shout out. Just a kid from Southwest. Just a kid. Um, from neighborhood. Nip, a kid from neighborhood. Shout out. Shout out to Nip again. But, man, we, we appreciate you being on the pod. We want to kind of, we know you did a lot of interviews, but this rock the culture, so we're going to keep it light, keep it real. Uh, but want to kind of highlight some different things that's happened since the last time we had you on the pod. Uh, we're not going to go through the full, we don't need your biography no more because everybody know everything about you now because you're super famous. <laughs> I don't know about that. But uh we want I wanted to ask a few questions so people can kind of lift the veil a little bit about uh transitioning from the campaign to governing. Uh we know you campaigned for over a year, right? Is that a year and a half. A year and a half a campaign to be mayor. So and you get the position. You've been here we just celebrated hundred days, is that right? Yeah, just celebrated 100 days. Uh, I guess today is the 12th, so two days ago. So today is the 102nd day. 102nd day in office. So what's the biggest difference from campaigning to governing? What what what's Are, are there things you took from the campaign that you are now impl- using to govern our city? Um, the main difference in uh, campaigning and governing is when you're campaigning, you can, you can say a lot of stuff uh, to kind of score political points, uh, but now uh, you have to back it up. Uh, if you if you said something, you made a campaign promise. You got to make certain that you fulfill it or die that's trying. What, I think that's what Cardi B said yeah. on one of her songs. What's that? She said, "I can talk it, but I back it up." Yeah, you Ain't got that to. Cardi B. Shout out to Kendra Pruitt in the building. She <laughs> gave me a nod, let me know that was the correct Cardi B. Shout out to our culture cohort uh, creator. There you go, triple C's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, but you were saying you gotta if during the campaign you just talk. You, you're just talking on yeah. the campaign, and you're talking not just to say uh, political points. You're also talking with constituents. You're hearing what they're saying. Uh, but when you win an election, you have a mandate to uh, fulfill the things you d- discussed on the campaign trail. And so, uh, even though you have uh, that mandate, you still have to work within the confines of city government. Uh, to make certain that everything is legal and ethical uh, as you move around. And, and uh, one of the, the differences in governing is you, you may not always be able to do things as quickly or as swiftly as you would like right. uh, just due to process procedures, rulemaking, and things of that nature. And coming from a private sector, it, do you see that? I mean, is that the same thing when you're working for the bank? If something wants to be done, someone just said do it, and now— and you got it done. You really right. have a lot of strings attached. You could really uh, be streamlined. However, I'm trying to bring a lot of that— uh, business perspective to City Hall to figure out what we need to do with streamlining uh, governance. So that's why we plan to implement our red tape commission uh, to figure out, uh, one, to make sure everyone knows Little Rock is open for business. And so by doing that, being a former banker, I understand as I dealt with uh, developers and lawyers like yourself, uh, that many times Little Rock is a challenging place to do business. And so we firmly believe this red tape commission does, will be comprised of business owners and developers and uh, contractors and, and community servants as well uh, to figure out what we need to do to streamline that process so we can get things done uh, from a growth perspective. That's important, Mayor. I was actually touring over in uh, North Little Rock earlier this week, 
got invited you to go. On tours now? Man, I go on you tours. Want to take, take tours? You know what I'm saying? That's what I do. I'm doing this for the culture, though. I'm doing research okay. for the culture. You want to invite me on your tour? Nope, nope. <laughs> but one thing they talked about, I asked them, it was a, I was with a developer, and they're doing a development over in North Little Rock. And I asked them how was their relationship developing with the city. And they said that over there in North Little Rock, there's a sense of pro-development. We support you. You want to get something done. Let's figure out how we can make it happen. And I, I guess what you're saying, that we're trying to get some of that same mentality on, on this side of the river. Oh, most definitely. Not In addition to the uh, Red Tape Commission, uh, Jamie Collins, who's our director of uh, planning and zoning, has just instituted a development uh, administrator who's going to be a key person to kind of expedite. People have been asking about uh, that. Yeah, so it's kind of an expediter who's going to be a key person to expedite different projects, uh, development projects throughout the And what the does city. that mean for people so who ex- are not uh, as initiated? Uh, That's what it means. Why are you always yelling? <laughs> <laughs> this is how I talk. This is how I talk. You ain't seen none of my movies? <laughs> Hashtag Dave Chappelle. Keep going, Mayor. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, uh, a development administrator is going to basically say, uh, you know, um, if uh, Q Note has a company, he wants to do a new multifamily project. Uh, let's say it's you know two million or fifty million, doesn't matter. Uh, it's a person, a key person that uh, Q Note can talk to to figure out what uh, permits needs to be pr- permitted, uh, what rules and regulation they need to follow uh, to expedite the process. Because as we know, time is money, and so uh, we want to make certain that all developers and contractors know everything, know all the rules up front, uh, so they can follow them and then get them done expeditiously, and so they can get uh, the money flowing. We all want to make certain the money's flowing, so jobs are coming. Absolutely, absolutely. And as a lawyer who represents uh, people who have gone through this process, I know this is be a welcome change. So uh, on behalf of my clients, I appreciate you. Um, You're not billing them right now. No, nah, I'm not billing them right now. <laughs> when we get done, I'm about to go to bill them. <laughs> okay, so we talked about the campaign and transitioning for governing, and you've been in office, you said, 102 days. Um what are some of the things that you feel good about in your first 100 days as mayor of Little Rock? So one of the things we talked a lot about on the campaign uh, was not only just unifying the city, but changing uh, city hall, changing city government. And so on the 14th day uh, of our administration, we reorganized city government uh, where the mayor uh, now uh, is the chief executive officer uh, and is acting as a chief executive officer by having all of the uh, department heads, or about 14 department heads, uh, that are report to the mayor, and six that report directly to the mayor. Uh, and those six include uh, Little Rock Police Department, uh, Little Rock Fire Department, Planning and Zoning, uh, Public Works, Finance, and Human Resources. And so uh, that's uh, a lot now for the, the CEO uh, as he's working through to make certain that we have a efficient government, effective government to ultimately make certain we're unified and changing for the better. And two things there that I want to know, that that change, you, you just didn't come in and make that change. That was part of an ordinance that the city passed. Uh, in 2007. Right. Yeah, right. So in 2007, the city passed the ordinance uh, to move from a city management form of government to a city manager form of government with an amendment, which makes it a mayor council light form of government, uh, where the mayor is the chief executive officer uh, and um, uh, provides direction and duties to the city manager uh, and prepares uh, the uh, budget 
uh, in that process. And so that's what will happen in 2007 for whatever reason. Mayor Stola did not adhere to the ordinance, uh, although he helped uh, lift that ordinance up to get it passed. And so when we got into office, we said we were going to uh, adhere to the or ordinance as we instituted our act plan, which is accountable, clear, and transparent. And so we wanted to make certain through that process uh, that people needed to know who was in charge and who was the leader uh, of their city, being the chief elected officer, and, and what the roles would be moving forward. So we've made that change on January 14th. Uh, I want to extend um, uh, just great praise to all the department directors and the city manager for adapting to that change many right, times. Right. In organizational development, organizational change, people will accept change. Uh, reject it or deny it, and so everyone's been accepting. So we're excited about that as we move forward, and there'll be more changes. That's 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 uh, we appreciate that, and I think one uh, element of that change in organization is that you get to select the police chief, which is what you did this time, and I think uh, Chief Keith Humphrey starts. Monday, April 15th, is that Mon correct? Monday, April 15th, he uh, he actually arrives this Sunday. He'll start on Monday, April 15th. He'll be sworn in at 11 a.m. here at City Hall. So everyone who's listening, if you get a chance, please come out to City Hall 11 a.m. on April 15th to see our um, new chief of police to be sworn in. Uh, and then shortly thereafter, we'll have an official change of command ceremony uh, because we want to make certain that we see that it is a change. And but also not only highlight Chief Keith Humphrey uh, being uh, the person we got a chance to select and hire, uh, but to really uh, demonstrate high praise to Chief Assistant Chief uh, and now Interim uh, Chief Wayne Bewley, because he has really been a steady hand for me yep. uh, throughout this process of these 102 days. And I just can't say enough about him. He's someone that I trust and highly respect for his work and really uh, being someone to lean on uh, during some challenging situations. As you know, uh, we experienced a lot uh, in these 102 days. And I was going to ask you, yeah. absolutely ask you about this. So 100 days, you probably experienced more than a lot of mayors experiencing two terms. Yeah, yeah, two uh, terms, three terms. Right. Uh, and so... Uh, we definitely experienced a lot uh, with on February 22nd. I think we all know it was officer-involved shooting with Officer uh, Starks and uh, the now the late uh, Bradley Blackshire, who we have prayers for uh, both families who were all affected right. with that process. And so, but due to that officer-involved shooting, we know it created uh, some community unrest, and we wanted to act swiftly with our act plan of being accountable, clear, and transparent. And through that, uh, we instituted uh, not only Little Rock's first, but uh, the state of Arkansas's first critical incident and, video. And I think, Mayor, that has been well-received, uh, talking to people, family, friends, coworkers, uh, they have really appreciated your leadership in that process. I, obviously, that's, there's nothing you can do to prepare for that. There's no class. There's no training. There's no campaigning that can make you prepare for that. But uh, just you being a steady hand through that process along with Chief Bewley, um, well, I want to commend you publicly uh, on the pod and from what I heard from other people. Oh, well, thank you. Thank um, what, anything else stands out in the first 100 days that you're, you're excited about as, as the mayor of Little Rock? Well, we've been actively pursuing a, a number of new businesses to come to uh, the city of Little Rock, some of which I cannot share, but uh, be on the lookout uh, uh, hopefully by the end of April. Uh, and, uh, at least by the end of uh, May. Uh, they so have you got some, some. You got some. Got some secrets. Uh, yeah, we got some secrets that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> we got some new jobs that's coming uh, that I think uh, that our workforce will be proud of and ready for. Uh, but in addition, to that, I think one of the fun things about it is actively recruiting top golf. It, it really is is more than just a tweet. Uh, we've had uh, numerous conversations with uh, their chief development officer, uh, and we're looking at. Uh, we've even moved from a site selection process to looking at various sites within the city of Little Rock. And so hopefully we'll be able to have, share more details. We're still 
uh, in the early stages of going back and forth on uh, the paperwork to, uh, for it to possibly happen. But if we're able to ink this deal, um, just knowing some different statistics about uh, the world of golf, but uh, the phase of now what they call entertainment golf is actually right. more people uh, who are uh, interested in entertainment golf than the actual game yeah, of golf. Yeah, because I went and played the 18 holes last week, which I normally don't do. And that's a lot of time. It take all day. Yeah, you tired. A, and I think you know, in our millennial generation, we want to do it, but we also want to do it on our own time. Right. And, ask, and have some fun with it. So uh, we see some great opportunities because uh, depending on where Top Golf is located, at, at which point in time we get the deal. And again, I stress the if because nothing has been inked yet. Uh, but I think it could be an anchoring tenant uh, to create more growth for other companies to come. Well, we we appreciate your leadership on that. Um, so you, you're married now, 102 days in. What what are some of the pleasant surprises? I know that there's probably some things that man, I can't believe this is how things used to be, or this is how things used to work. Being the being the mayor of Little Rock, what what are some of the pleasant surprises that you have experienced? I mean, just really just the people. Uh, today, I got went on a, a garbage truck run with our public works team. And really? You were in the truck? Yeah, it was in Did the you, truck. You pick up some trash? Well, you know, we got technology now, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's a no. <laughs> well, they, don't, they don't get out the truck. Could just grab the bins no more. No, actually, we did. We do. Okay. Uh, uh, we did it three times, uh, mainly because we have uh, elder brothers and sisters that can't take their bin out to the end of the curb. Right. And so, uh, if those the caregivers or those elder brothers and sisters they notify Public Works of that, we uh, when I say we, I don't not necessarily me, but the Little Rock Public Works team will literally, even though they're in this mechanical truck now that really they don't have to get out the vehicle anymore, yeah. uh, they will get out uh, and get their bin, pull it out, so it can get situated for the technology to pull over and dip in and then walk it back. So we did that at least three times today. We were in the Cloverdale area, and it's just unreal. Even being from uh, uh, Southwest Little Rock, I think you can attest to this too, Twan. Yeah, it's, just so, it, it's just so many homes. And so we were just on one route in Cloverdale, and I was just like, how many – you're going to be here for at least, he said, about five or six hours just picking up trash. And I'm like, but how many homes is that? He said, oh, it's Cloverdale route, about 600, 700 homes. And you just don't even think yeah, about it. Yeah, you it. don't it, think about being that big. Being that big. And so – uh, but at the end of the day, we also saw some things that I uh, visited with John Honeywell, who's the Little Rock Public Works director, because uh, it was some streets that had some cracks on. We need to uh, fill them, so you want to make certain that we uh, pay straight attention to to, to get out yeah. and see, so you can see yeah. uh, these things that need to be be addressed. And you mentioned that you took the truck ride, and you're talking about the people. So you're talking about the people that work for the city. Yes, the people that work for the city is just uh, you, you get, can't do nothing but commend them for the work that they are doing. Uh, I mean, but also you get a chance to do some cool things. Got a chance to meet the ambassador uh, to uh, for the U the UK who came in here in this office and was like, well, "Why'd you come here to see me?" <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, we exchanged greetings and did y'all talk about uh, Twenty One Savage? Uh, no, we didn't. We didn't. We, no, that didn't come up. That, it, was, it, it was before, you know. We <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so those are some of the the cool things. Uh, that being the mayor, I want to also talk about what's what's some of the goals. So we talked about what you did in the first hundred days, some of the cool things happening. What what are some of on your to do list as mayor of Little Rock? Well, hopefully next week we will uh, release the Scott script, which is the transition report. Which you are the co chairman, you and Will Rockefeller were absolutely co chairman of our transition. And honored board. honored to be the co chairman of that guy. Got a lot of uh, recognition for you for for that. So I appreciate you. Hey, you know that's how how we do we. <laughs> Is that, that's the rock. Uh, you know, that's the rock to culture bump. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all the culture cohorts. They help me do the rock to culture bump. Yeah.
So but from from that process, uh, uh, one, I just want to not only thank you and Will Rockefeller being the co-chairs, but um, the members of the uh, the board and the 109 members of the eight citizen-led subcommittees. Uh, you all worked from January to March 15th, and many people thought it would just be some, you know, rudimentary type of process, just a, a stamp of approval. As you know, I strategically was not involved in that process at all. And you guys met uh, weekly, daily, uh, from January to March 15th. And now we know it's going through the editing process. Uh, it's going to be about 80 pages, and that's truly going to be our script. And that no, we play it's, from. it's a look, and I can speak to this. It's legit. Uh, substantive, well done, uh, thought out scripts. So I'm I'm definitely happy to be a part of it. So so the goal is is you know these remaining days of this year and the next four years that Scott script is going to be our playbook and that we'll be you know literally acting from that script uh, as we move forward. And so that's what we plan to do. We plan to as we had our uh, state of the city uh, address which was last week. Uh, and we, we shared a number of different things, kind of what we inherited as a city, uh, where we are today, present, where we're going as far right. as our North Star. Uh, I think one of the things we discussed, I think we kind of had a splash. Some people agree, some people don't, but it's one of those things you got to be bold is our Little Rock 2020 Education Roadmap Plan, uh, where we are charting a course to uh, figure out a way by working with the governor, the legislature, Commissioner Key, Superintendent Michael Poor, and the community uh, to consolidate the Little Rock School District and the Pulaski County School District south of the Arkansas River, uh, and then going a step further than that consolidation uh, and looking to have a, um, a municipality-run uh, school district still with a locally controlled board, uh, but uh, fiscal oversight by uh, the city of Little Rock. That, that is a bold plan, and I think part of the plan, that was a, another thing I want to talk to you about, uh, was the you mentioned the appointment of a chief education officer. And people have asked me about that, so I'd rather just get it from you. What What is your envision of what this person will do and, and how they fit into the, the Little Rock 2020 roadmap? Well, in the campaign, we talked about uh, part of our policy agenda, uh, how the city of Little Rock can have influence on the Little Rock School District when we don't have governance authority. Because a lot of people have complained since the takeover that the city hadn't been involved. Where where has the city been? Well, the city, uh, all it can do right now is have strategic partnerships, which we do right now, but we will plan to strengthen those partnerships with uh, our Frankly Reading program. Frankly Reading? Yeah, it, it was it recently, Okay. Yeah, it was announced uh, this past, uh, last night. And so it's oh, all- at the, uh, the Red Jacket Ball. At the Red Jacket okay. Ball. Okay. Uh, because we've been working with Superintendent Poor since we went from the campaigning phase to the governing phase on how we get that done. So- uh, this it's summer. good to have a name like Frank because you couldn't be like Antoine Lee Reading. <laughs> that really wouldn't. Or Blake Lee Reading. No, Balake Reading. Balake. Balake. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sorry. I get, you know how I get off oh, track, man. Fine. You it's know fine. I get off track. Okay. Frankly Reading. So, what is what is Frankly so Reading? Frankly Reading is going to focus on um, our young kids that are in, um, trying to get to grade level reading by the time they're in third grade. So for first, second, third grade people, uh, kids that are. Uh, may be experiencing some challenges in reading, uh, that they'll be uh, paired up with uh, reading uh, specialists in the summer uh, from 7.30 in the morning to about uh, 1 o'clock where they'll uh, be at some of our uh, our summer and parks uh, areas and school, Little Rock School District areas in that period of time uh, to focus on reading and to have a little bit of fun. And then after one, if they choose uh, to participate in the City of Little Rock summer program uh, from 1 to 6, uh, if they pay $50, literally, catch this, they pay $50. For the entire summer? For the entire summer. Well, that's uh, a steal. Where, where they get fed, go on a field trip, uh, and also have some uh, active pro productivity. Bro, you might just want some more votes, because I know a lot of parents are like, man, somebody come get these kids in the summertime. <laughs> $50, take all the kids. Now, 
<laughs> but let me stress that that's for from one to six. One to six. Oh, so if your kid, you got you got pro- the Franklin Reading Program is free. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Even more. Hey, hey, you campaigned out to 2022, Mayor. You gotta say say some of the ones. Say say some of the wins. Yeah. Making the job hard. So is that is that gonna is that starting in summer 2019? Yes, but it's all it's uh, summer 2019. It's already been sent out by the Little Rock School District to uh, for the Little Rock School District uh, teachers to. And they're being very targeted. Uh, we want to uh, target these children that need it uh, the most. Who need it the most? Okay. Uh, and so those will be able to get it now. Uh, any child uh, that wants to participate in the uh, City of Little Rock summer programs can do the same fifty dollar deal as well, uh, and still go from uh, eight to uh, six as well. So are you partnering with the? Are these going to be at the Little Rock School District? Facilities, the partnering schools that partner with our summer programs, uh, and also our parks and recreational centers. Okay, awesome, awesome. Um, and then back to the uh, the CEO. How does that person? What's, what would they roll? I know we talked so, about Franklin Reading, but how so would that person affect them? Irrespective of, uh, uh, and we don't know if the Little Rock uh, 2020 education roadmap is going to come to fruition because there are a lot of details that have to be finalized. You have to work with a governor, a legislature, a superintendent. Now, it's, this is, like, it's bold, but it's... It's a, a moonshot. It's, it's a complicated, yeah. but it's bold. Yeah, it's definitely bold, but we still need a chief education officer anyway uh, to make certain that we are uh, aligning the resources of the Little Rock City government uh, to be most helpful and beneficial to uh, the uh, Little Rock School District. Ex- exact, a great example of that is the Frankly Reading Program. We find to find other opportunities to help um, uh, Little Rock School District grow in its educational achievement. And the last thing, America, we know you're running the city, so we're going to let you go. Um, but during the campaign, and I've heard other campaigns use this now, was the unity message, mm-hmm. the theme of unity and unifying our city. And, and I think a phrase you used a lot during the campaign was moving from disconnected to connected. Mm-hmm. So in the first hundred days, have you? Does it? Do you feel like you're moving toward the city being more connected? I think we're being very intentional uh, because people, uh, the unity theme is still resonating, and people, it, it's a it's a theme of hope. It's something to aspire to. It's something that we continue to work on. And so we've been very visible uh, in addition to just straight out governing and making uh, organizational change and. Uh, and uh, developing new jobs for the city, and also working through uh, various uh, human resource issues. It's, I mean, it's a, we're doing some real work around here. Uh, but in addition to that, we probably had in these 102 days, we've had more than 350 events, uh, whether it's events, meetings, speaking engagements. And people ask me about that, and they, they, you are extremely visible. Is that is that why? Is that why you're going to all these things? Yeah, but I mean, if from fifth grade graduation <laughs> to <laughs> to. Um, <laughs> Class reunions, family reunions, we're going any and everywhere because, one, we, we understand the value of social media and we're highlighting organizations, too, because if I'm there, um, it's not about me. It's about elevating the organizations. And so uh, that way other people are able to understand what's going on. And so that helps build unity as well. And then we're being intentional about bringing different sets of people uh, to the table And so as we understand our perspective. And, and, I, and what I hear you say is that part of the unity message is – uh, the knowledge, the information of what's going on. So when you uplifting people, you're like, oh, I didn't know our city was doing this. I didn't know this was offered. I didn't know this was happening. I mean, uh, it goes back to, you know, um, um, T.Y. Garments. No one knew that the only uh, uh, Adidas uh, North American manufacturer for Adidas apparel was located in Little Rock. 
And all I did was just attend, <laughs> just go to a tour. But see, I knew about it because I was engaged and involved in politics and business and economic development. But it goes to show that, you know, we all just out here working in, in our own individual silos because dealing with our own life circumstances. And sometimes if, if you put something on social media, it highlights and makes someone engaged. So who knows now that someone who wants to get in, uh, who's going to find a new job uh, at T.Y. Garments. Uh, so uh, it's just, we just well, got to keep are, hiring. And, and I'm, I'm told uh, that they're hiring, by the way. So if you are they are, the hiring. they are hiring. So if you need a job, coach a cohort, or you know somebody need a job, go T.Y. Check. Garments at the Little Rock Port Authority. There's a ma- uh, garment manufacturing facility, and they are definitely in need of jobs. We, and, they just, and you can say, the mayor got me a job. Go <laughs> say that. <laughs> Frank Scott said you, you said you need an out job. No, no, don't say Frank Scott said <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mayor, we're, again, we're Appreciate your time. We appreciate your service. Appreciate you, what you're doing uh, for our city. Um, but also, I just want to take time out uh, just so everyone knows. You know, I get a lot of uh, – one of the things about moving to the governor phase, you get a lot of credit for stuff, uh, good and bad. Yeah, yeah absolutely, <laughs> stuff, absolutely. And even stuff you had nothing to do with, you still get credit for it. So. Stuff that happened before you got here. <laughs> <laughs> and you still get blamed for it because you sit in the seat. But that's, that's leadership. That's part of that responsibility. Uh, but I just got a great team. I had a great – uh, transition board of uh, of directors, a great uh, transition subcommittee members, a great team of advisors, a great team, uh, just all around. So it's it's not about Frank Scott Jr. It's about the city of Little Rock. And uh, we're and that type of attitude uh, makes me believe, and other people believe that we're in good hands under your leadership, bro. So we appreciate you, uh, man. Get back to work. I'm gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to work. And the, the, the hashtag. Can you, can you feel it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, want to give a big shout out to our special guest, uh, the 73rd mayor. The mayor. Of the great city of Little Rock, Mayor Frank Scott. Appreciate him for joining Junior. us. Junior. Uh, Blake, this is episode 10 of season four, man. Man, a year, our year anniversary, man. So, big so, things in the year. Big things about to happen. So, yeah. they're going to have to check us out on social media, Blake, to yeah. know what's coming up, how we're celebrating this. we celebrating it. So, how we going to, where can they find us at, Blake? On Facebook at Rock the Culture, on Twitter at Rock the Culture, and on Instagram at Rock the Culture. And you can find me, and I'm going to say this, you can find me on Twitter at Antoine Phillips. Uh, my wife was very appreciative. That was so dry. I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't you feel it. Like, so much. Your tag. <laughs> you got a sorry tag. So my tag, sorry. It's just dry. It's, it's like just dusty. my name, though. It's dusty, though. My name, Dusty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, bro. That's disrespectful. My bad, See, bro. you was hating on the A-N, T-W, A-N, P-H-I, double L, IPS, and now you want it back. No, I don't. <laughs> I want you to come up with something better. Than... You want me to get a new name? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> then the way you say it, this is Antoine Phillips. Coming well, go, what, where can they find you at? You can find your favorite representative always repping two takes, three terms on Instagram at RepBlake36. And you got a big day coming up Thursday. Big day for the city, man. What's that? My birthday. April 18th, big day for the city. If you catch me out, holler at your favorite representative. It's your favorite birthday. We're we, we going to be out here popping at it's your, your favorite, favorite birthday. It's your favorite birthday. <laughs> it's your favorite day of the week. It's your favorite birthday. It's your favorite spots for your favorite representative. And I got to say this before we sign off. Uh, please go to our uh, iTunes, like, comment. Uh, we got Subscribe. Subscribe to, to Rock the Culture Podcast. Get caught up as we get ready for season five. We'll see y'all soon.